Hello and welcome to the Musty Creative Podcast. I am your host, Jesus Nolan, and I am joined by my friend and yours... Michelle. Ah, Michelle's here. We in the building. (laughs) I'm usually here, right? (laughs) That's true. That is true. I am always here. Thank you for joining us today, even though it's musty in here, because we've been working too hard. If this is your first time listening to us, we are the Musty Collective and we motivate ourselves to become better storytellers. So, Stranger Things Season 3 was recently released on Netflix. Oh, are we going to talk about it? <laughs> I hope so. Oh, I thought we were going to do something else today. No. Oh, okay. Alright, that's cool. This is the official Stranger Things episode of the Musty Creative Podcast. Awesome. Well then, let's start the show. Stranger Things, do not listen to this yet. Well, if, if you haven't seen Stranger Things, or if you don't mind being spoiled. That is true. But, it, I mean, it's such a good show that I would hate for somebody to get ruined, if the story to get ruined. For someone to be ruined. For someone the emotionally ruined. No, like, um, like, just for them to... Miss out miss out on just experiencing the story as it happens because it's such a good story here's the thing though and i I was to to our musties out there our musty collective thank you for joining us for another musty creative podcast um there are so many shows so many movies so many books so many video games that to be quite honest for most of our our musty collective you just can't get to everything and that's honestly why sometimes I spell things for myself because I know I'm not going to get there. I have so many other things to do. Yeah. So, but that's if you, why. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, I was just going to say that's why you need to prioritize Stranger Things. <laughs> <laughs> it is a really, really. It's been a great series. I am um, sort of obsessed. I'll, I haven't been this obsessed about a show since Breaking um, Bad. Th- this. A little more than Breaking Bad, actually. Really? Yeah. But oh. Breaking Bad is up there, I think. That's interesting. Well, we'll see how the show ends um, before we do any comparisons. Yeah. But so far, so good. All right. So, yeah. So stop listening if you haven't seen it yet. Mm-hmm. But if you don't care, keep on listening. Because we like you being here. But we prefer that you watch it first. Yes. But I also prefer that you listen to our show. <laughs> anyways, because uh, it's three seasons. But anyways, um, yeah. you can binge it. It's on Netflix. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. So yeah, Stranger Things. Um, it's written and directed by the Duffer Brothers. Yes. Or not directed, but written by and produced by they, the Duffer Brothers. I think they direct as well. No, they have Sean Levy. Um. Sean Levy is the director. Um, it's a great show. Started... 2016, I think. Okay. 
Because there's buzz about the show. And since it had this like thriller, horror aspect, I did not want to watch it. I am a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a baby about being scared. I don't watch Aww. scary movies. It's so delicate. Yeah, and even some thrillers I do not watch. But I remember talking about this with a director friend. He was like, yo, and I'm not going to name drop right now because I'm not... I'm cool, but whatever. <laughs> but, and he was like, oh, it's amazing. It's a great show. You should really check it out. They're doing some great things. Um, and I was like, well, I don't know. It had a bunch of 80s nostalgia. And at that time, you know, a lot of things were bringing the 80s nostalgia. And I was kind of like, 90s kids for forever. Yeah. And I was kind of like, anti-80s nostalgia. But really what I, what threw me off is that I was, I didn't want to be in something that was going to give me nightmares. Yeah. Like, I don't go to movie theaters to pay for nightmares. Mm -hmm. If you do, I'm not judging you. But for me personally, I don't like paying for nightmares. Yeah. So that's why. But then what what happened? I think maybe you watched the first episode or we were just like one. I think we just decided. On a whim. I feel like we just decided to watch it together. On a whim, I think. Because we kept hearing a lot of good stuff about yeah, it. people kept so talking like, about it. And then I think one of your friends said, oh, it's not that scary or something like that. Mm. I think maybe that's what happened. Because yeah. I feel like if someone said, oh, I saw it and it's super scary and like oh, yeah. makes I, you scream. I and, definitely would not have watched it. Yeah. So I think someone, I feel like someone told you, oh, it's yeah. not that bad. And they have humor in it. Yeah. And, it and this is one of the yeah. first shows that I watched that had been created by netflix like i didn't mm -hmm. get into and i still am not into um what's that ladies jail movie or series orange is the new black, orange is new black. i never got into that and I so i missed the boat. Seen that one yeah i never watched it and mm -hmm. uh i never i never jumped on that train mm -hmm. and so once correct me if i'm wrong but i feel like once we watched stranger things uh-huh then i feel like netflix like I, we started to notice more original content it was scary, yo. <laughs> like I was rewatching episode one, mm -hmm. and the when Will Byers mm -hmm. disappears, right? And when you get that first sign of the demigorgon, uh huh. Like he stops. He's riding his bike. He's like racing, uh, Dustin, and then like he sees a demigorgon shadow. Demigorgon. Demigorgon. I'm saying demigorgon. And he sees like the like the frame of a man kind of, but it's like a weirdish kind of yeah, thing. Yeah, that was really freaky. That still scared me. I just watched it very recently. <laughs> After you saw it. No, and I was like, like I still <laughs> jumped. I still jumped. <laughs> the first and second seasons are so creepy and scary. Uh-huh. And so so if you don't know the show, but even if you do know the show, let's just do a slight recap of the main characters. So it starts with like four boys. Mm -hmm. Right, so we have Michael or Mike. Mike, Lucas, Will, Will and Dustin. Will and Dustin, right? And they have this like great chemistry. They're playing D and D, which is like a heavy. It used a lot. The heavy themes of D and D are used a lot in seasons one and two. Not as much in season three, but it you know mainly yeah. seasons one and two. And you get this friendship, and you introduce the Mike's family: his mom, his dad. His sister, Nancy, who mm -hmm. turns to be like a major character. You hear about Steve Harrington, who becomes a major <laughs> character. Um, and then Will, as he's going home from their D&D &D session, which had been like 10 hours, gets kidnapped into what we later on know is, or term as the Upside Down. Mm -hmm. 
the upside down. Yes. This makes me want to rewatch season one all over again. I know. <laughs> right? And then we get to oh. we have to learn more about Will's family. So we have Joyce Byers, who's his mom, mm-hmm. divorced from her husband, single parent, raising two boys. His older brother Jonathan Byers, who was a major character in seasons in season one and two. Yeah. Not as much as season three. Mm-hmm. Big character arc, though. I feel like really, really awesome character. Yeah. Um, and then we get introduced to three other characters who are really important, but not all of them get as much screen time. But obviously, L. Mm-hmm. The the girl that you see doing the power thing all yeah, the time. The bloody nose. Bloody nose. And then Jim Hopper, chief of police of Hawkins, which is a city or town which this whole thing resides in. Mm-hmm. And then mm-hmm. Dr. Brennan. He is the mad scientist behind the experiments of Hawkins. So he's L's quote-unquote dad. And he's technically L's dad, too, that we find out in, in second season. Mm-hmm. So... To get us to season three, basically what's going on is the government with Dr. Brennan is doing these crazy experiments to get into the Upside Down for some reason. We actually still don't know why they really <laughs> want to get in there. That is true. They open it up and they're trying to get in there. And by going into this other realm, it's not our realm, but a whole other realm. Yeah. And it's the Upside Down because it's like our realm, but all like disgusting and dirty and painful and evil. Yeah. They let out these evil things called like one called the demigorgon which is like the big baddie then the demi dogs mm-hmm. but then also being controlled that we find out later on by this giant disgusting like behemoth of a thing mm-hmm. called the mind flare mm-hmm. which is the creepiest one of the creepiest it creatures is. of all time that i've ever seen so scary. in television or cinema altogether because mm-hmm. it's huge yeah um and so for some reason the government of the U.S. and Russia want to get in this place for some. I don't know mm-hmm. why. I think that's why they still have to do. Well, I'm getting ahead of myself, but that's why um, we got to find out more yeah. about this thing. I think it's mm-hmm. cool how they set up this world based on this family that's affected by all this experiment. Because I feel like some shows might think, like, oh, we need to focus on. Like, the lab and the people in the lab and them dealing with, like, opening the gate and all that stuff. Right. But I think it was cool that it's so mysterious that we still really don't know what's happening. Yeah, technically we really don't. Yeah. We don't know why. Yeah, and it's all focused on just the people that are being affected by it outside of the lab and just in the town itself. Right. So you're seeing more of, like, a human aspect of it, not just, like doctors and people yeah. doing experiments you're seeing more of like a human relatableness yeah to it all right so two more things i want to focus on and then we'll get into season three yeah is that we got introduced to two other characters major characters in season two we had billy um who also you might see them as the red ranger in the power rangers live action movie that came out a couple years ago great success mm-hmm. a box office hit a plus movie I'm just joking. <laughs> I was like, really? Yeah, no. It was trash. <laughs> I haven't hot, seen hot, it, though. Hot garbage. I saw it. It was fun nostalgia, but it was hot garbage. Hot garbage. Hot garbage. But anyways, um, and then uh, Max, which is Billy's little sister. Yeah. And her and Lucas get together. One more thing I need to establish here, though. How do you fight demigorgons and things from another nether realm? Uh-huh. Without your psychic, crazy friend who's like a human girl version of et 
<laughs> and that's L. L has these crazy psychic abilities. Yeah. Where she can like move things, stop things with her mind, crush them, destroy them, move people around. She's like, um, I would say, kind of like a Jean Grey um, yeah. from X Men kind of character. Mm-hmm. Um, still really coming into her own. I'm not saying she is a mutant, but she kind of is like a mutant in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, and we don't know why she's like that either. We don't know why it's like that. We, and in season two, we learned that she wasn't the only one. Mm-hmm. There are others. And so her original name was Eleven, which is why it's short for L. Yeah. And so apparently there's at least ten others, maybe even more after her, that have special abilities. These kids. Yeah. And we found out at least about a number, another one in, in season two. Was that eight or seven? I forget what she was called. I think it was eight. Yeah. All right. So now we can, that's a kind of a catch up. Um, oh, also there was this thing with Steve Harrington, Jonathan Byers, and Nancy as a triangle. Mm-hmm. Oh, and Barb. I saw Barb in the first episode. Oh, so sad. But anyways, Steve Harrington was a jerk. Um, was trying to, you know, mess with Nancy. Jonathan had liked Nancy for years, and then because of the events that happened in season one, Nancy and Jonathan became close. Mm-hmm. And then Steve tried to challenge Jonathan physically. Jonathan beat the crap out of him. Like, <laughs> man, I still that fight. I still go back. That was a man. It was bad. Yeah. Um. As, saw... as, as a nerd who got bullied, <laughs> I was like, yes, that felt good. I saw a meme of like all the times Steve Harrington got so, beat up, oh, and he... he's like bloody in every season. You know, season. That's true. That's true. That's a running theme. Steve Harrington still grew on me, even though he was such a jerk in season one but he really had a great redemption arc in season two yeah and so Jonathan and Nancy got together and they're you know they're a nice little couple mm-hmm. uh, the main couple though we'll get into in season three alright I think that's enough there's a lot more mm-hmm. there's really a lot more but that's pretty much it yeah season three Why? where do we start off in season three what's going well, on well okay so it's they're, the mayor of Hawkins Indiana yeah. is preparing for this amazing 4th of July event. Yeah. And... I did great, though. I, I, I actually liked his character a lot. Like, yeah. not like him like I personally liked him, but mm-hmm. liked what he was doing for yeah. the story. And um, Mrs. Wheeler, Mike's mom. Mike's mom. She's getting ready for her own party <laughs> with <laughs> Billy. Oh, yes. Because yes. she is... Is contemplating whether she should cheat on her boring husband or not with yeah. this young kid who young, keeps flirting with her at the pool. Young whippersnapper. <laughs> no, but she flirts with him too. No, I know. It's like she was they like wearing with each other. Well, that's that's the nastiest thing though. <laughs> the nastiest thing. Let me just say this right now. It's 2019. Let's have equality. If they had a sh- if they had a show, uh-huh. and it was supposed to be like modern day a modern day show yeah. where a young girl. Was looked at like that by a bunch of men. People be like, "That's nasty. You're encouraging the wrong kind of thing." Mm-hmm. These women, these middle-aged women, sitting up there in the poolside, waiting for this man to come on as a, as a, as a lifeguard in the summer. Mm-hmm. Let's just set the setting. Hawkins is in July, summertime, and and Billy is a lifeguard. Yeah, waiting for this man, this young boy. He's like 16, 17 years old, to walk outside with a shirt off so they can stare at him. And they put suntan lotion and wear the scantily clad swimming suits to see if he <laughs> notices them. Middle-aged women. 16-year-old boy. Yeah. Reminds me, literally, of seeing shots of women, middle-aged women, watching um, uh, Twilight. And the second Twilight with Jacob, 
um, played by, I forget his name, but oh. you know, he would take his shirt off and he was really, really buff looking, very fit. Uh-huh. Remind me of that. Disgusting. <laughs> Disgusting. I'm appalled. I, it's 2019. Yeah. But anyways, that's that's where we get started. Yeah. So she's like contemplating like, should I do it? Should I not? Oof. Billy's getting kind of horny driving to her house. He's a 16 year old boy. I mean, I don't blame him. <laughs> but I do blame him because you know that's bad. Yeah. She's the older one. Yeah. She should know better. Yes. And so she's like getting ready, putting her lipstick on, getting yep. all pretty. Yep. He's thinking about what's about to go down as yeah. he's driving to her house. Because mm-hmm. you know yeah. how they framed how you framed it was like, oh, let me give you some swimming lessons, Mrs. Wheeler. <laughs> and after, oh, this is so bad. It's so <laughs> bad. Yeah, but then it's derailed almost literally. Yeah, no, it really is literally yeah, derailed. By the mind flare. So what happens is Billy, who's had no well, he's had a little bit of interaction with um yeah. the mind flare and all the craziness going on in the second season. What happened with him was that he was driving along and then he got some kind of weird vision or something mm-hmm. and he crashed Right next to a warehouse where apparently the mind flare was rebuilding its body to mimic itself that it like Mm -hmm. of what it was and what it is actually Mm -hmm. never got to its full size of what it is actually. Yeah. But since the and let's just break it down here. The mayor's corrupt and he let the Russians come into Hawkins so they can do their research and he got a bunch of money. And they're trying to reopen the gate. Reopen the gate. And if they reopen the gate, the Mind Flare has a connection to our world. Mm-hmm. So through that, he was rebuilding himself <laughs> physically with like dead rats and the, and body, oh, and, the, and the bodies of other people. That was so gross. It was very gross. Um, remember, remember the moment where Nancy and Jonathan find that old lady and yes. she's like she had become corrupted she's just eating the oh, fertilizer in her man. basement or whatever that was that was funny but also scary at the same time it was freaky and i know some people were like oh this season wasn't too scary but there was some scary scenes i thought it was worse than the other seasons i don't know season one still still gets me i don't know still this, gets me because it's because it's new this yeah well this season but it was scary me, it felt scarier and more gory than the others. I think it was I think but you know what season 2 had some scary moments. Uh-huh. Well, we can get into more of this stuff but the show doesn't pull punches the way it should in in certain ways. Mm-hmm. And so in in it kind of takes away from some of the scariness as you get to the end that get to the climax of each season. Yeah. Cuz it gets scary 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 and then none of the main characters really die. Mhm. Um or barely get injured. Yeah. Um, they got kind of, they did a little bit this season. They got a little close, but we'll, we'll get to it. All right, let's get to our show notes. We kind of set it up pretty well. Mm-hmm. Speaking of death. Yes. Hopper and Billy are dead. They are dead. I am really, well, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's okay. And then, um, an 11. Yes. Lost her powers. Right. And the mind flare gets pushed back to the upside down, and the gates closed for a third time. <sighs> no, it's it's closed. Second time, because didn't it get closed the first season? No, it never or... got closed. They never got closed. They never closed it. Or they, they just shut just... down Hawkins. Oh. But it was never like closed. Okay. Yeah, like sealed. 
Yeah. Um, so it's yeah. closed for a second time. Closed for a second time. Yeah, they can't. They gotta, you know, there's only so many times you can open this. You know, it's turned into a Death Star moment. Oh, we <laughs> we opened, we opened the portal again to the realm. <laughs> so we gotta, yeah, you gotta start shutting that down. Yeah. Um, okay. So I want to say this before we move to to our next our next part is Hopper. I'm very sad that he's dead. Billy, <laughs> I'm glad that he's dead. I hate that character. <laughs> I hate that character so much mm-hmm. he like like steve was a, a a jerk who was redeemed well he actually decided to change billy not redeemable no nope. and they tried to redeem him mm-hmm. right they got to the point where it's like we see his backstory we see how he loved his mom and then how you know she was kind of taken away from him and we saw in second season how he was abused by his father physically i don't feel bad for him I, I'm sorry. I just don't feel bad for him. And I'll mm-hmm. say this. He should not have been the one to have been sacrificed for the Mind Flare hmm. to save everybody. That should not have been him. It was a nice moment, very beautiful, touching, that Elle was able to see um, what he was going through. And uh-huh. then she was able to just tell him and talk to him and kind of break through the Mind Flare's like, and, and, like, um, enshroudment over him. But I felt no love loss for Billy. Hmm. Max, Max, the, the the actress who played Max really sold it really well. But because he was such a jerk, it yeah. should have been Steve. Well, it it should have been Steve. But I, no one wants to see Steve that's, die. But that's why it should have been him. Because that, that would have meant something. And he had a full arc. He mm. goes from the jerk to... You know, helping them out a lot and being yeah. like a mentor to Dustin and a big brother to the kids, mm-hmm. to the savior in season three. Yeah, it was all set up for Steve I, Duffer Brothers. You missed that one. Hmm. It was it was still a great season. I'm, just, but mean, they missed still, that one. I feel okay for me. I didn't think it was bad. I think like I just hate Billy because there wasn't. I mean, he didn't have time to completely like change who he was. But he finally made a selfless choice at True. the very end. Like something happened to him to where he he wasn't being a jerk mm-hmm. and he just like finally decided to do something for other people. And that was like a really huge moment, I think, for I him. D- I just feel like they should have kept him the way he was and it should have been Steve the whole time. Hmm. It should have been Steve the whole time. In my mm-hmm. honest opinion. Okay. Because they have so many characters now. You know, they need to start killing people off. <laughs> well, and I, that's one thing I haven't watched Game of Thrones, but from what I've heard and read, mm-hmm. I respect Game of Thrones. <laughs> they kill everybody. They kill, <laughs> no, but they, all, they kill who you like. Yeah. They're like, oh, I like this character. He's good. Blah, blah, blah. Er, next week, dead. <laughs> I would have killed off. I would have killed off Hopper in uh-huh. this season. So they did that right, and I would have killed off. I, I would have killed off Billy too, but not like sacrificially, and I would have killed off um, Steve for sure, mm-hmm. and I would have killed off one of the four boys. <gasps> no. Yep. yep. I would have killed off one of them, and because the show has to have some equality, can't kill off Lucas. <laughs> <laughs> the token black. <laughs> Gotta get one of the white kids. <laughs> um, I wouldn't Aww. have killed Will because I, I, I Will Will's being saved for something special. Yeah. I would have killed Mike. I would have killed Mike. 
Dang. The leader. Hopper and Mike. So L would have been completely alone. Devastated. Exactly. Exactly. No. Exactly. L devastated. And then... And powerless. Powerless. But you know she's going to get her powers back. Maybe. I don't know. No, she'll get, she'll obviously she'll get her powers back. And then you go into season four and she's like, I got to find my powers back and I got to kill the Mind Flare because she took... The Mind Flare took everything from me. Mm-hmm. Bro, oh, I would have... Oh! Let L be a bad girl for a second. That's the real <laughs> the real Phoenix movie right there. The real Dark Phoenix movie right there. Let's, let's keep moving on here. Oh, my um, God. Yeah, Eleven is powerless. So... Um, yeah, but okay. Second so, to last episode, so, right? That's, that's when it happened? What? I think that was the second to the last episode. That's when it happened. Yeah. But, like... So, yeah. So, Hopper did die. Right. And that was a big blow to Elle because that was the only real compassionate father figure she actually had. True, true. She only I, had, like, this laboratory dude as her fake father. Who one, was, of, one of the best things about second season was... Yeah, their the, relationship. Their relationship. Yeah. Amazing. I wanted more time with them. Yeah. That was just amazing. And they did a little bit more with us in season three. Mm-hmm. I want more time with Hopper and Eleven. Yeah. It's their, their chemistry. Mm-hmm. They're both great actors. They really know how to vibe off each other. Beautiful scenes. Yeah. Like, you're just like Papa. Ah, <laughs> oh, love it. So, yeah. So, like, when Hopper dies, supposedly, because now there's, like, tons of, like, conspiracy theories all over the internet right. saying that he's still alive. No, he's definitely still alive. Yeah. Because they don't know how to kill off characters, I'm telling you. <laughs> Duffer Brothers, I love y'all, but you don't know how to kill off characters. In my heart of hearts, I wish he is alive. No, I, I, I look, here's the thing. Because that I hurt. Want, I want Mike, I want those characters. I, I want Mike, I want, well, I don't know. I, actually, I could deal with Mike. Um, <laughs> I want Hopper to be alive. Yeah, you know? for sure. I actually want Hopper to be alive. Yeah. But yeah, half the there has to be consequences to your actions. Yeah. And you know who you definitely know who I want to get killed off for sure though. Nancy. Nancy Wheeler, kill that girl. Just because you don't like her. Kill that girl. That's kill horrible. that girl. But anyway, so like when Hopper dies, Joyce right. lo- loses another boyfriend. Yeah. Yeah. At the end true. of the season. That's true. Is she cursed? <laughs> She's just really bad at picking people. <laughs> Y'all, just let you know if there's a Joyce Byers that you see on Tinder or OK Cupid, stay away. Stay away, cause you' about to get dead. Yeah. So like, okay. So my first clue of Hopper not being dead, right, was the song that they played at the end of the episode, right, which is also the song that they played at the end of the episode. This in is why you're one. amazing. I just want to say this. This is why you're amazing. <laughs> Because I do look into details like this, but I never look into this kind of stuff. Uh-huh. Like, you find the weirdest, <laughs> most nascent, or whatever word, uh, minutest detail like this, <laughs> and it makes logical sense. Gotta keep going. But yeah. you're amazing because of this. I just... Okay. Well, uh. that's if I'm right, but... Um... Are you right? Thank you. You're definitely right. Thank girl. you. Yeah. But, like, okay, so they played the song Heroes, mm-hmm. um, the Peter Gabriel version. Right. In the first season, right. when Will Byers was considered dead and they pulled out a fake body from the lake oh. and all the kids were crying. Dude, that was a hardcore moment. Yeah. I thought he, oh, that was hardcore. Yeah, so everyone's like, oh no, he's dead. And we think he's dead because we don't suspect that the lab is doing anything weird or like trying to hide anything. And right. then later we find out that it's a fake body. Right. And that Will is alive. Right. And he's in the Upside Down. Oh, quick moment. Maybe Joyce gets to the science teacher. <laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, so then in the second, it, the second time, they play that same song again. Right. 
at the end of this season, the episode where Hopper is supposedly dead. And it's sort of the same thing. Everyone's crying. Everyone's, like, saying goodbye and everything. And so, um, yeah, so that's the first clue that I was thinking. And they play the same music. Yeah, it's the exact same song. And here's the thing she also said when you first told me about this theory. They never repeat music. Yeah, they never repeat music. Unless it's obviously the main thing. Well, yeah, the theme. But, like, whenever they play 80s songs, they they never never repeat. repeat. This time they repeated. Yeah. So look for that clue, Reddit. (laughs) And make sure the source says. Now... The other clue, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, okay, so at the end, there's a cut scene saying that the... Like an end credit scene. Yeah, there's an end credit scene. Yeah, sorry. End credit scene where um, they're in Ru- they take you to Russia, and there's these Russian guards walking by, and one of them goes to reach for a door, and then the other guard says, no, not the American. Right. And then he goes and gets a Russian, and then they feed him to a, a Demogorgon. And so... Um, That's significant because in the season three, when he's fighting the Russian Terminator guy... Yeah. They always refer to Hopper as the American. Yeah. So then at the end of the episode, um, I was watching it again because I was thinking, could that be Murray? But then Murray came out with Joyce. He was, Oh, you did you... Did you yeah, I rewatched it and oh, I confirmed did. that Murray and Joyce were found by the Americans together. So it can't be Murray. And when mm. Joyce came out to look for Hopper, it never technically showed him dissolve like the other it's, people. Yeah, the other people, they got the shot of that. So technically, he could have been taken by Russians. Or the mayor. Or the mayor. Or he got sucked into the Upside Down. I just, That's what I think. Not sucked in. He went in there to escape from the blast. Yeah. That's what I think. And then there's also these weird, because um, there's this number you call. If you call um, a phone number that appears in the show, yeah, you actually get a voicemail from Murray, and he's calling Joyce, and he's telling her that he has some news, and it's not good or bad. He just has news. And that number, if you take the coordinates, I can't remember exactly how it goes, but you take the coordinates, you put them into Google Maps, and it takes you, like, longitude, latitude to the same city in Russia where the end scene happens. Okay. So it's kinda... And you heard that on their podcast, right? Um, no, that was on a article that I read okay. from popbuzz.com. Oh, that's right. That's right. Maybe we give a link in the show notes so, yeah. so our, our musty collective can look it up too. really try to shove it in our faces feel bad for this guy i don't know if it was just a feel bad for this guy kind of a thing i think it was more of understanding the steps or the the things that happened in his life that made him who he was but it did Mm. i don't know if it was supposed to create sympathy for him it was just supposed to explain why he was the way he was and then also sort of give clues to how the mind flare works because it feeds off of broken people. Yeah, right. And, and yeah. So I think that's an interesting theory that you brought up. 
when we were just like kind of discussing everything at the end. Um, why, why do you believe that is so? I think, I feel, I mean, I think they're going to explore that later, but it feels sort of like the Upside Down is like the evil version of our existence. Well, I wouldn't say the evil because we have evil in our world. Yeah. But I would say it's like, um, it's like a bowl of a representation. It like, it gains its power from the evil generated in our world. Yeah. That's how I see it. And the Mind Flare is kind of like this devil you know head demon lucifer kind of character that feeds mm-hmm. off of hate and vice vices and evil yeah. and pain and suffering right and so do you take it a step further if they're doing this this could be too deep maybe too spiritual but what i see it with 11 is that the whole goal here is not just to beat and destroy the mind flare mm-hmm. but to find a way i think what's going to happen in season four is that Eleven's going to get there to fight the Mind Flare, but realize that she's too weak to defeat the Mind Flare because the Mind Flare is a representation of evil and pain and suffering that mm-hmm. we all generate. And she's not strong enough to take that all on. Uh-huh. So it's going to have to take more like a spirit bomb kind of thing where it's a combination of her powers, but maybe goodness being generated from mankind to counteract the, the power that the mind flare you uh has you know as it feeds off of the evil of humanity yeah i'm not saying there's gonna be this big cheesy moment where everyone's gonna like grab hands (laughs) yeah world peace grab hands and like sing kumbaya but i do think that's gonna play a major factor in defeating the mind flare it's not just gonna be l um finding like her power to destroy the mind flare i think for it to be a meaningful and deep spiritual story, especially a conclusion, it has to it has to reach that spiritual element. It has to be a good versus evil thing at the end. And what? How can you truly defeat evil? Is by generating so much good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's those are thoughts that I've had. Cause I'm kind of tr- I'm trying to figure out like why everything looked the same. Like why it's just like a parallel world in a way. Right. And how it's so easy to get to because you just, like, dig deep down in the dirt and you can get there. Like, in the second Mm. season, he kept... Well, I know it was, like, seeping up. But, like, remember Hopper was just digging down and then No, no, that's because because the Mind Flayer was... was, Or it was living in the... He was infecting the, the land. But then why is it that... I mean, unless it's a portal, but, like, the gate... They go deep down into the earth in the lab... And then they unlock the gate. That's fair. So I'm thinking, is that's it fair. part of our world, or are we they going into another world? Or no, like, that's fair. Is... I mean, no, it's a gate. It's a gate to another realm. Yeah. Um, no, that's fair. That digging deep is one way. I, Dungeons and Dragons, yeah. right? How you get to those other realms? You go into a deep, dark cave dungeon. Yeah. Eleven. Mm-hmm. She lost her powers. Now you you don't think she'll get them back? Uh, it would be interesting. Her just. Because it would make her sort of grow up in a different way of, True. like, she has to learn how to deal with things True. besides just using her powers to, True. like, fix everything. Right. Um, they got to bring her powers back. It, it's, 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 a probably, major, it's a major draw of the show. I feel like it's just going to, if it comes back, she's going to be, like, ten times stronger and all this stuff, I feel like. Or she's going to understand why she has her powers. Or maybe they'll go through that. Like, she'll, yeah. they'll uncover, like, why she... Um, was like that in the first place. But it's good. It presents a challenge, right? Because she, 
she is just so strong, even in season three, mm-hmm. taking on the mind flare with her powers, um, even though she has a, a physical limit. But um, she's just so strong. You had to add overwhelming obstacles yeah. to how the, to, to solve the problem with the show. Mm-hmm. And they also did a great job, as we talked about before, about storytelling in the third act and everything being solved by your main character. Mm-hmm. Uh, did a great job with Elle, even though she didn't have her powers, being a solution to the problem, right? Even though Billy was the sacrifice, yeah. it was her tapping in and then later on, yeah. like confronting Billy and like bringing back to memory the pain of his mother, the loss of his mother, mm-hmm. and reminding him of his true humanity. She did that on her own. Yeah. So, so the hero solved the problem. Um, mm-hmm. They got to bring back her powers. It's such a major draw. It would be a little boring, to be quite honest, if she didn't have her powers. <laughs> that is back. true. Yeah. It's just her and Mike making out the whole time. Oh, oh. <laughs> we didn't have them in the show notes, but for a second. <laughs> Please stop. It's just, I mean, they're getting older, so it's starting to be okay, but it's like, yeah, it just makes me uncomfortable because they're, they're, they're kids. Yeah, it's weird watching minors. It's, it's weird, like, the, the sexual stuff, like, and I mean, was, it wasn't, they weren't having sex, but just making out, like, and, I heard, and they're, like, really making out. Yeah. Like, they were, like, in each other's mouths. And also, too, like, uh, it freaked, it kind of freaked me out and grossed me out. At the same time, but I've I've been seeing a lot of fan videos. Okay. But they're like making a montage of every time they kiss. Oh, that's gross. And then they're like putting this romantic music and stuff behind it. I'm nope. like, I don't know if I no. like this. No, because they look like kids. They're supposed to be kids, mm-hmm. and they're pretty young. Unless still. it's kids making the videos, but I feel like if it's like this dude that's in his basement, you know it like... is not in the basement, <laughs> but he's but it's definitely an older man. One of those videos oh gotta my be, gosh. you know, because I get it. You're a fan of the show and you're a fan of the kids. You like the characters, but seeing them kiss mm-hmm. it, and kiss so much, yeah, especially like at the end of the second season. And in an interview, kiss. in an interview, she said that that was her first real kiss. Her and Mike. Yeah. Man, so I was like, she, she I was feel bad of, for her. I feel bad for she her. She said she said it all disappointed. Like, yeah, that well, was be, my first. Well, because honestly, Mike, uh, that he's a goofy-looking kid. You know, who he reminds me of he's he reminds me of the little brother of Dimitri from Cobra Kai. He's oh. like he's like that's like Mike's big brother. Mm-hmm. He Mike. I don't know. We'll see how he grows out. He's going to have to really work on mm-hmm. himself. I don't know how he's going to do it, but yeah, he he's a gimpy looking goofy kid. <laughs> you know, like, well, he's in puberty. Uh, so maybe like uh, that when that's all over, he's, he's, he will be fully formed. Yeah. 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 Fully formed. <laughs> but you couldn't kiss Dustin because mm-hmm. Dustin has. He had Susie. At the end. That's true. Oh, Susie. <laughs> oh, my. Okay, see, that's where I feel like some people are like, this was too cheesy, too much comedy. But that was a good moment. Yeah. It was a really great moment. And now there's a bunch of memes with them soaring yeah. through the sky. On, yeah. Um, what's his name? Sebastian. No, not Sebastian was the... It's from the never-ending story, that big yeah. white dragon. I need to actually thing. watch that movie again because it's been yeah. so long. And then... Uh, Lucas and Max are still together, even mm-hmm. though they turn out to be like the, this couple that's like a generic like teenager couple. Like they break up. Mm-hmm. Max is giving like L tips, like I dump your butt, you know, like <laughs> and but like Lucas and Max, it's just like it's very interesting. 
Because, like, Max is just, like, she has a little bit of Billy's anger, too. Mm -hmm. And she doesn't deal with any crap from Lucas. And Lucas, at some point, doesn't deal with any crap from Max. And he just doesn't care. Yeah. They're they're an interesting couple. Yeah. Um, And he just assumes she's going to come back at some point. No, but, no, he gets on his knees and grovel. He was teaching Mike about that, actually. Yeah. Which, actually, is good. That's a good thing. You got to grovel sometimes. But, um, but Will... Mm-hmm. So that was one thing that was interesting. That we had two kind of coming outs, right? But Will, I don't, Will kind of got outed by Mike about like we like he said the statement. Let's talk about the statement. Yeah. He's saying, "Look, like I know you, you don't like girl. Like don't get mad at us just because we like girls and we have girlfriends and you don't." Mm-hmm. Right. Kind of hinting, you don't like girls. or you don't like girls, hinting that Will because and I was watching season one again, mm-hmm. and remember his dad Lonnie. Was um, according to Joyce Joyce Byers' testimony, said that like Lonnie is uh, Will's dad, his biological father. Mm-hmm. Um, that Lonnie would like make fun and tease Will and say that he was a queer and a fag. Hmm. So now saying okay. that what Mike said that he didn't like girls, uh-huh. really makes me think that Will's gonna come out to be some kind of LGBT character at some point in hmm. season four. Maybe they go back in season five possibly but because i don't know if it, they were saying that or because i think one thing or he doesn't hasn't he hasn't found someone well no i because the way that the show was happening right. is that all the boys were growing up and finding girlfriends and right. he still wanted to play D D. right and so he still had the costume and everything and he right. was getting pissed at them because they weren't doing the same things that he wanted to do. Yeah. And he's still sort of like, he can't grow up in a way because he's stuck in this emotional space where he feels safer as a kid. No, another reason to kill off Mike. Um. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so like, I feel like in that way, <laughs> you just want to kill off character. <laughs> but uh. yeah, but in that way, I feel like, I see, that's why I don't know if it was, like, a coming out moment or not, or if it was just, like... It wasn't a true coming out. Or, like, you're still a kid kind of a thing, and we're trying to grow up and be teenagers. I I think it's a little bit of both, honestly. Okay. I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised. I Honestly, it makes sense for that character, and I'm actually really excited to see how that's brought to fruition. Yeah. To be quite honest. I think they'll treat this with with a lot of respect. Mm -hmm. Uh, Just like I don't want to see a lot of kissing... With with uh, Mike and L, I I don't think we should go in that direction for Will. He mm-hmm. should probably still be a kid at that point, or a, a, a young teenager. We don't need to have a crazy kissing scene, <laughs> um, or sex or anything like that. Yeah. Um, because they're they're kids. But, but then... I do think I do think mm-hmm. he is. I think he is gay. Okay. So or or something. But I'm thinking, like, are they going to... By the time they do the next season, are they going to be the age that Nancy was in the first season? And but I didn't like that. Having, I like, didn't like that either. People and, I didn't like it either. Yeah. I don't want anything. No, I'm just saying... I, the only thing I'm I would be... I'm not saying you have to no, like No, no, I know. But the only thing I would be okay with is um, Hopper and Joyce. <laughs> but even then, I'm not a big fan of having sex in shows, to be quite yeah. honest. So, But it's not up to me. It's up to the writers. Yeah. I, I really do feel strongly about Will. I think he's such a key character moving forward, not just because of, like, how, what he's feeling internally from, like, um, just growing up in puberty, mm-hmm. but also because he is the only one mm-hmm. besides L who has a direct connection to the Mind Flayer. That and is even true. I think his connection is even stronger than even L's. The Mind mm-hmm. Flayer has a real connection with Will. 
Yeah. I think that's going to be super key moving forward. Mm. I really do think so. I Because he's be, the only one that knows when it's coming. Only one who knows when it's coming, but also, which is a crazy little thing too, uh-huh. he's also the only one that truly understands the upside down, mm-hmm. like L does, how crazy powerful the mind flare. Like, he's the only one who really takes that kind of stuff seriously. Yeah. Everyone else was trying to frolic around and make out and stuff. Yeah. He really gets it because he was there and trapped there for such a long time. Yeah. Right? And... He was also enveloped by the Mind Flare, mm-hmm. right? So it's interesting, right? Because in second season, the Mind Flare took over Will's body mm-hmm. by coming into his mouth or something. Or yeah. what? He had still stuff in him mm-hmm. from season one and then had to be burnt out of him. Yeah. And Elle had the Mind Flare get in her body too. Yeah. So I wonder if she'll develop the same kind of Sixth Sense Mind Flare thing. See, I don't know. But I'm wondering if that's why she lost her power or if that has anything to do with it. Like, because when, I feel like, didn't that happen after the leg? Yeah. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. So I don't know if that's like the... He turned something took, off? Yeah, he turned off the switch or something. Yeah. Yeah, so I I don't know. So I just want to start, as we start wrapping this up, um, I just want to kind of give some speculation for what I think will be in season four. Mm-hmm. So, and obviously, please chime in with your speculation. I think season four is going to be about saving Hopper from the upside down. Mm-hmm. Elle's going to find out somehow, some way, that Hopper's in the Upside Down. Mm-hmm. She's going to get there because a Mind Flare is setting a trap for Elle because he wants to kill her. Yeah. But I think now he's just going to want to take over her to get her power. Oh. Right? Mm-hmm. Now, to go along with that, Will will also go with her into the Upside Down. And he will have to develop some kind of extra power or some extra thing about him, some extra ability mm-hmm. to use against L in some way. Because we can see what the Mind Flare is doing. Yeah. He bring he springs traps on you, right? He's going to be like, oh, I have Hopper. And she's going to go and get her daddy, mm-hmm. right? Dr. Brennan will be a part of this some way, somehow. Will will definitely be a part of it. Um, and then... The extra thing, too, is that I heard a theory. This is not mine own. I heard a theory that's from Reddit, some fan theory, that the Mind Flare could be number one, meaning that either L opened it up, as Dr. Brennan tried to make her feel guilty about, but the but really the Upside Down was created by the first kid. He's like the most powerful of all the kids. Oh. And the Mind Flare is actually the kid that has the his... kid? Cr- a, a kid that has a crazy power. You know, because we said yeah. there's 1 through 11, maybe more than 11. Yeah. But we know there's 1 through 11, right? So he's, like, taking on this form of this weird creature. Like, maybe or... his... Yeah, or, yeah, because, like, his hatred and suffering and pain that he experienced, he opened up a new realm, mm-hmm. went into it, and that's why that's why the government was trying to shut this down. That's why they're experimenting. Maybe we can harness this power for war abilities. Yeah. Right? But they can't even control him. And fight back. Because mm-hmm. the Mind Flare is very interested in our world. Yeah. Right? Is it interested because it wants to... Like, it, well, it did say what it wanted to do. It was going to kill L first. And since then, after L, no one would be able to stand in, in, in its way. Yeah. It would kill the whole world. It would destroy all the people. And it would explain it if, like... Because maybe L became what they originally wanted from the experiment. Well, also and, eight. Eight also did stuff. Yeah. But, like, maybe L was, like, supposedly the most to... powerful. Or that's what they were trying to get out of the experiment. And then that's why 
number one is like wanting to hurt L because L was the daughter of the guy and it was like I don't know like I don't know maybe it could be like a could be actually her brother you know because yeah. this Brennan guy I mean he was just a bad dude mm-hmm. assaulting women and having sex with them having children with them and stuff yeah. so I think it could be her brother maybe like her stepbrother yeah or our half brother I mean mm-hmm. and then also maybe because he was training her for combat he was mm-hmm. happy every single time that she raged out and killed other people yeah for under what his direction mm-hmm. so I think maybe they're breeding her to fight against the number one then if that's true yeah. If that fan theory is true. But I really, I do ultimately think, though, Hopper's in the Upside Down. Elle has to go rescue him. Mm-hmm. And then everyone else will have to figure out, like, how, how they fit into place. Yeah. This is why they have to start killing off characters, though. Because there's too many characters in the <laughs> ensemble. This is, it's a great ensemble cast. Mm-hmm. There's, um, Star Wars is an ensemble cast. Great characters. We I love ensemble cast. Indiana yeah. Jones ensemble cast. Yeah. But, like, you got to kill somebody off. There's too many characters. There's not, like, three or four characters. <laughs> there's, like, there's, like, when you got to, it's, like, ten people. <laughs> <laughs> and, it, and honestly, it was like, it, honestly, it was cheesy because if Elle hadn't lost her powers, everybody else is useless and gets in the way. Mm-hmm. Literally, everyone gets in the way. There wasn't a single person that could actually help her yeah. besides Will as a way of detecting, hey, the mind is getting close. Mm-hmm. That's the only person. Well, they killed Alexi. Oh, the Russian guy. But he's not yeah. a major character. That's what I'm saying. Like, and Billy and him aren't, aren't major yeah, characters, in my opinion. They're disposable. They're disposable. I liked Alexi. Let's talk about Alexi for a quick second. Our Russian scientist. Mm-hmm. He was he was actually pretty cool. And yeah. I felt I felt bad for him. But maybe in order for this whole cuz I feel like if Alexi was alive still, they would have a lot of issues because he would end up going to jail anyway. True. And so they wouldn't really see him anyway. True. So they're like, well, "Let's just kill him off and make people get all emotional." Yeah, I I felt worse for Alexi than I did for Billy. What about Steve? Because he was down there in the Russian base for most of the most of the time. Once yeah. they figured everything out, mm-hmm. and Robin and Dustin were like a nice little team, and Erica, Lucas's yeah. his little sister. Mm-hmm. Um, great. See another now new major character. <laughs> they gotta start killing people off. But anyways, um, what do you think about that team? Because we did see that too. Dustin was kind of mad at the at the boys. Will was mad at the boys. Mm-hmm. And we saw the forming of different teams. We had the L yeah. team, and then we had the Dustin team. And I'm I'm naming it the Dustin team because he technically was a leader who got everybody together, set yeah. the plan, kind of led them all, in my opinion. Um, and then we had the parent team or the Joyce Ho- the Joyce Hopper team. Yeah. So we had three teams. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna put Nancy and Jonathan in the L team because eventually they joined up with them. Mm-hmm. So, but they were kind of a three fourish team. But we had three solid teams. Yeah. So I think. Um... I don't, I'm kind of think. I'm wondering if Dustin is going to be as close to the, the boys yeah. after the season because it just felt like they were growing apart. And also Will, since he moved away to Chicago. Yeah. You know who else is in Chicago, right? Or who was? Who? Eight. Oh. And Elle is going with them. Right. That was like Chicago? Joyce's, yeah, that's where they were going. As, oh. as far as I remember, 
um, as Joyce's like adopted daughter, you know. Oh, that's interesting. Ooh, another thing that could happen in season four that they may do uh-huh. is a love triangle because the love triangles work so well in in this in the show. You because had... there's so many people. <laughs> no, but but it works well to create drama and tension. Yeah. And drive characters in a certain direction and, and character development, yeah. right? We already had Nancy, Jonathan, and Steve. Mm-hmm. Then we had Joyce, Bob, and Hopper. Mm-hmm. And now we could definitely get, I think, because mm-hmm. also because these two actors are close um, off screen too yeah. as friends, I could see Elle, Will, and Mike. Hmm. I could definitely see that because she's going to be there alone. She's going to have Will. But if Will's he's a, gay. I know, true. But... But he could be in like, or bi. <laughs> he could be bi, or he could be questioned. He's young. Yeah. He could be questioning. Like he likes L because she's sensitive and plays games with him, mm-hmm. right? And she doesn't try to blow him off for stupid stuff. Yeah. Right. And so they could develop something, and then when the moment comes of a kiss, then she, you know, he pulls back, or he kisses, and then it doesn't feel right. You mm-hmm. know, confirmation that he's gay. I'm saying, like, I'm, yeah. it could still work. That would be but, interesting. But it would be enough to upset who. Mike mm-hmm. and then Mike's like you touched my girl bro I yeah. thought we were homies bro we ain't homies since you didn't do the DDD campaign homie we ain't homies we ain't true this and ain't this ain't love bro and then it's just Lucas and Mike and then Dustin's separated and Will is separated and yeah. Alice so just, they're all separated from each other yeah I mean they're growing apart I mean I had the same thing with my friends yeah. um, growing up you know they might even kill Lucas you know it forget it's not about equality it's about good storytelling Lucas Lucas is pretty Lucas and Mike are pretty much useless at this point <laughs> um Max is also useless at this point even though I like her character I like her friendship with Elle she's pretty much useless and that's what the, that was kind of sad about the last couple episodes that they're trying to find things for everybody to do yeah it felt uh, like yeah like because they, we all know it's L versus the mind flare mm-hmm. Will's good because he can sense it mm-hmm. Lucas tried to you know he tried to do some things with his um uh not a BB gun what's it called slingshot, a slingshot. useless <laughs> Max is like, I'm the tough girl. Useless. Mm-hmm. Mike literally couldn't do anything mm-hmm. and was just like, oh, Elle, don't hurt yourself. Useless. <laughs> Dustin could get all the communication array, figured out how to get into the Russians base, mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. Robin, the new girl, another new, another great new main character, mm-hmm. gotta start killing off characters, was awesome. Uh-huh. Um, and Erica was actually more useful than, than those boys. Yeah. So they gotta start killing people off because there, there's so many useless characters they, they, they have no character arcs. They're not doing anything besides nostalgia because we don't want to split up the boys. Yeah. Split up the boys and kill them off one by one. Oh, yeah. Except for Will. Keep Will alive. I like Will. Um, I like Lucas, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Dustin. I just don't like Mike. Well, what, kill what, off Mike and Nancy. Yeah. I'll be happy. Well, one thing, because we brought up Robin. Yes, that's right. So that's one thing I wanted to talk about. Yeah. For Okay, so for Robin's coming out scene... Okay. I wanted to applaud the writers okay. because it felt very natural. That it did. It it took you by surprise. Yeah. It's not what I wanted in that scene. But but it was it was well done. You know what I think it what I was talking about because it was in the Avengers episode that we did, but it was um, it was a women I, thing. I was taught. Yeah, I think that's I was why just, it wasn't about it wasn't LGBT. Yeah. Okay. That's why it didn't make sense. In my yeah. Head. But I was just thinking like because they're all I was complaining that the Russo brothers were forcing that moment and it just felt like it came out of nowhere and I'm like, why are they doing this? And the writers. Yeah. 
So I felt like for um, the Duffer Brothers and um, anyone else who wrote this episode, um, however they did it, they mm-hmm. did an amazing job making it feel natural and it flowed naturally and it pr- actually progressed their relationship. Yeah, and it was a good major gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, they really they they got me. Even though you wanted them to be Ooh, together, so see, bad. I wanted that. I wanted that. I wanted that Robin yeah. Steve Harrington love. That's yeah. oh, I wanted that bad. Yeah, but then they they turn out to be like best friends. So now yeah. they're best friends. Right, and, and it helps Steve grow as a person. Yeah, because now he's learning that he can respect women without having to have to sex, sex with, with them. them, which is a big lesson for a young yes. man. Yes, big lesson. Yeah, so I just wanted to say good job on writing that moment. It's because... just man, it got me because I was like, oh, he's she's gonna really confess. Oh, I was I was obsessed with you, blah blah. And he's like, I and he was like, I really like this girl too. I think she's amazing <laughs> and then it's like no you don't like this girl no you don't like this girl mm-hmm. and he's like what you're what and he's like wait what that happens <laughs> i don't think that i think that was like a mind-blown moment and the yeah. acting was so good yeah because i felt so like i really believed that performance yeah i didn't think that was fake at all mm-hmm. um no it was really great i was really really happy with that scene yeah. as far as what it meant but I, obviously I was pulling for Steve and Robin like yeah. I pretty much I think everyone was mm-hmm. I love Steve and Robin more than I love Jonathan and Nancy kill off Nancy hmm. kill off Mike kill off the whole kill off the whole Wheeler family all together except for the little baby girl Holly well Besides, then where is she gonna go she can live with Joyce everyone lives with Joyce kill oh the whole Wheeler family off they're useless everyone I'm tired of them mom. I'm so sick of the Wheelers I'm so sick of the Wheelers it's so I hate those characters so much. Because <laughs> Mike, Mike is becoming more annoying. Mm-hmm. He's becoming like what I believe of um, the X Men, the X Men leader, um, uh, Cyclops. Yeah. Where he's just like telling people what to do all the time. He's complaining. Yeah. And like and like Els is Jean Grey being mm-hmm. very protective of her, and it's just bro, go away. You're useless. <laughs> you can't even fight on your own terms. I think in this last season, he was just conflict for Hopper and L. Because he that crea- true. He created that. Uh, try to create a wedge between them. Yeah, That's true. and so when Hopper dies and she's reading the letter that he wrote, which was so oh, she should have smacked Mike. Like I could have more time with my papa. She was like, I'd be kissing your ugly face. I know, but she was like that letter that Hopper wrote to L. Yeah, that was at the end. Yeah, that hit me hard. Yeah, and she, dude, um, I we've talked about this actress's name. She's she's gonna become a bombshell if she continues to go, go up this way. But um, she she Ooh. did she really sold that scene. Uh, L. Oh, Millie Bobby Brown. There you go, Millie Bobby Brown did a much better job than Winona Ryder in that scene. But she can do it. She can cry on mm-hmm. on spot. But the direction for her. I wanted to, like you said, I think we should have, I wanted a little more emotion for her. Yeah. But I thought, I did think we did get some good moments, like when they came out of the, the Russian factory mm-hmm. and Elle's looking for, for Hopper. And then, you know, when, you know, um, Joyce is like, you know, kind of give her like he's not here. And then they hug moment. Great moment between two characters. And that's going to be awesome in season four. Now she had her, her, her dad moment mm-hmm. in season two and a little bit of season three. Now she's going to get a mom. Because her mom is a crazy... Yeah. <laughs> she can't really talk to her that much. So now she'll get both sides of... Exactly. I'm looking I'm looking for some good moments. I'm Because um, Joyce has never raised a girl. That's and She's true. not really girly herself. Yeah. So that would be some good character development for her. Mm-hmm. And 
we're gonna get some moments where I think Joyce and her can get frustrated because Joyce can yell back and Elle can obviously yell back and she has no powers now. Yeah. So she can't close the door. <laughs> Joyce be like, get 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 your butt back here! Like you're not my mother. She's like I am your mother now. And <laughs> that sounded so scary. Maybe one of those like slap in the faces kind of thing. Yeah. It's gonna be some really good like mm-hmm. female to female dialogue. I think it's gonna be really awesome. Yeah. But I think it. Yeah. Maybe it'll help. Joyce get back in touch with herself. Yes. Because she's been hurt so many times. She's lived like a crazy person for a number of years. That is true. Yeah. It's really going to I don't know, it's really going to set him up for for an interesting an interesting season 4 for Steve. Mhm. Because he's one of my favorite characters. Um I think he's a favorite character for a lot of people in the show and I think the writers know that. Yeah. And so you know, for his character arc I'm not sure like where else they could I, I I okay, I do know where they could take him in the sense of him continuing to to get a real skill to mm-hmm. to realize he needs to maybe, you know, read some books and get some smarts and do something important and meaningful with his life. Um and I think Robin's gonna be a good person to help him with. And since yeah. he's not gonna sleep with her <laughs> He can he, concentrate. He can concentrate <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um I love Steve, but again I would have <laughs> killed him off in season three. I think he was done as a character. Mm. That's just me. That's just me. You don't have to agree with me. Mm, I won't. Let me be a showrunner. Netflix, Duffer Brothers, you're looking for a showrunner who's going to give you a real, <laughs> some real heartbreak and tears. Let me be a showrunner for you. I'll, I'll, I'll take you to the promised land. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> of death. <laughs> no, not kill everybody off. Like, I think at the end of the show, Elle and Joyce will still be alive. Just those two? Jonathan maybe. Because I think there's a lot you can still do with Jonathan. I I like his character a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, I say, I would say, if I yeah, if it was me, end of the show, maybe we ended in one or two more seasons. I'd say L, Joyce, Jonathan, Dustin, mm-hmm. everyone else dead, or just so far distant, <laughs> like like they're not a part of the show anymore. Like like <laughs> yeah. we don't want any, like like maybe Lucas's parents are like we don't want anything. You, you're not have anything to do with these crazy people. Yeah. And then he never shows up again. Mm-hmm. But that, that's the kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, if you have any projects you're working <laughs> on <laughs> in 2019... And you want me to kill those characters. No! Let us know by posting on social media with the hashtag TheMustyCreative. Yes. And we'll share it on the show. Yep. And uh, that's all the time we have for now. So do remember to leave us a review on iTunes and find us on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and our our uh, podcasting site, anchor.fm slash musty, and also mustycreative.com. And now, it's time to shower up. Gives them a satisfaction they couldn't get any other way.